Welcome to today's devotion on life this side of heaven. The Word of God from Amos chapter 6, verse 1. Woe to you who are complacent in Zion, and to you who feel secure on Mount Samaria, you notable men of the foremost nation, to whom the people of Israel come. The folks at Merriam-Webster defined it as a usually minor or trivial problem or annoyance experienced by people in relatively affluent or privileged circumstances. They're called first world problems. The phrase became popular in the 90s. The Urban Dictionary defines them as problems from living in a wealthy industrialized nation that third worlders would probably roll their eyes at. What do they include? One survey included the anguish that comes with having to push the groceries along when the conveyor belt is broken at the grocery store, misplacing your AirPods, or having the battery run out of your TV remote. They're irritating, but they're not exactly on the same level as living through a famine or finding yourself in a war zone. At the time of Amos, the leaders, both civil and religious, lived lives of affluence and arrogance. They troubled over trivial matters while losing sight of the big picture. Despite the repeated calls to repentance from the prophets who were sent by God to turn from sin, they continued to dig deeper in. They ignored the plight of the poor, and they led the nation away from God into idolatry. These were, as Amos notes, their notable leaders, the people to whom the nation came in search of help. Now, at first, it sounds as if Amos is simply lambasting the nation for its crummy leadership. But he also lamented how the people invested all of their trust in them. Of course, the same could be also said for us in our own generation. We like to shake our fists at the fat cats on Wall Street and poke the politicians who line their pockets. So it's not hard to look at a text like this and shout, You tell them, Amos! On the other hand, these are some of the same leaders in whom we, the people, often invest all of our hope. It's tempting to think that if we just get the right people into office, if business leaders turn things around and the economy picks up, then we'll have the answers to life's problems. Now, it's a tremendous gift when we have good leaders in government. It's a blessing when the economy is rolling along. And these are all things that are included when you and I pray, give us this day our daily bread. But like the people in Amos' day, it's easy to lose sight of the much bigger picture, the eternal one. For the people in the prophet's day, instead of recognizing the blessings they enjoyed as gifts from God, they looked at them instead as their possessions, to use however they pleased. And they never imagined what it might be like to lose them. Their trivial first world concerns, like running out of bowls of wine, would soon be replaced with real ones. Two chapters later, he describes how they would face ruin and be carried into exile. But it's worth taking a closer look at the last words of Amos in this verse. Instead of simply enjoying our possessions and coming to our leaders in search of help when we recognize things are dire, God's word directs us further, to the one who has come to us. From the nation, from David's line, has come our Savior. In fact, here's the one who for us and for our salvation came down from heaven. Here's the one who has tackled more than a broken economy and even a cracked phone screen. Here's the one who cares about us and our families and what we face each day. Here's Jesus, God in the flesh, who has taken upon himself our sins and shattered lives, suffered and died for us on the cross, and by his death and resurrection has brought us forgiveness and real and everlasting life in their place. Instead of all those first world problems over which we often find ourselves fretting, here's our God, who so loved the world, all of it, that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Here is good news that brings all of this life into perspective. In fact, here is good news worth sharing with the whole world. Let us pray. 
Heavenly Father, to whom we come in Jesus' name, to you we bring all of our real-life anxieties, concerns, and confession, confident that you hear us and rejoicing that you care for us. Amen. Thank you for joining us. If you are listening to us by podcast or on Alexa, we invite you to browse the resources that are available on our site at lifethissideofheaven.org. God bless you and have a great day.